Welcome to our podcast, Faith and Reiki. I'm Michelle. And I'm Heather. Our intent is to bring the Reiki practice to the mainstream community and show the harmony between Reiki and our Christian faith. While we call ourselves Christians, we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Therefore, our views do not represent the full scope of all Christian denominations nor do we officially represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're so glad you're spending time with us today. Welcome. Today, our topic is parallels between Reiki and our Christian faith. So this topic is what mostly inspired this podcast originally. There are so many things as um, I have started learning Reiki that reminded me of things that I learned in my religion, in my Christian faith system. So one of the things that Michelle and I will be discussing today is the light of Christ and how does that relate to Reiki? Michelle, do you want to start it? Hi guys, <laughs> we're back. I, you know, I have heard comments um, of people they've been looking for our, our podcast, and I know I'm I like, we've to. been working on. Oh yeah, so <laughs> did did we talk about that last time? That we worked on um, the kids' Reiki class, and we yeah. taught we, the level two. Um, yeah, that was really awesome. We had to take a break from the podcast to work on some curriculum, but <laughs> it it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. That was so fun. So, you know, a lot of people have um, their own ideas of what Reiki is. And um, when they first, especially if they're not familiar with it, and when I know that when I started opening that world to the people around me, um, they had a lot of questions about is that, you know, and we've talked about this a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, is that witchcraft? That's creepy. What's, you know, um, are it's you often... replacing is re- I think their concern really comes from, are you replacing either gospel doctrine or, um, almost like we're re- we're using it to replace the role of gospel. Christ in our life, mm-hmm. you know, or using... even the role of priesthood. Yes. Yeah. Lives. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And we would just like to, um, again, kind of help everyone's understanding that some people will categorize Reiki under like mysticism, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of idea. It's like something that you can't understand. It's like magic. But um, to us, our how we have used Reiki is in a way where it's tangible and accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not um, something that is difficult to understand actually at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up in <laughs> our, in the gospel, in our faith, we were taught that everyone has access to the light of Christ. Even if you're not like a baptized Christian, like mm-hmm. if you're alive on this earth, <laughs> you have access to the light of Christ. So could you maybe explain to people what the light of Christ is? Yeah. Um, so pe- people, you know, if um, if it's your first time listening, you know, we we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so 
we share our beliefs um, along this. And for people that are not familiar with like gospel terminology or um, gospel doctrine, um, the light of Christ might be might more familiar to you as your gut feelings or your subconscious. Um, and so we believe, we know that we come um, with the light of Christ already anybody, you know, like all of us that are here on earth, we believe that we already made the choice to follow Christ. And so we have that light in us um, and with us. And just by being children of God, you know, we are by being his seed, we've inherited inherited divine um, characteristics um, from him. And, you know, I personally believe that the light of Christ is part of the plan uh, of why we're here on earth, because it will help guide us. It, it'll serve as a guide um, throughout our lives um, to make decisions, to take on warnings. And that's why we, a lot of people that are not familiar with the gospel doctrine, um, compare it to like gut feelings. Like I just had this gut feeling that I shouldn't take this road and then I saw there was an accident on that road yeah. yeah I mean I think that's how a lot of laws are established because a lot of people have this innate ability to know what feels right and wrong and um not everyone which is why we have consequences when laws <laughs> are broken but um I, I think that when people are being honest and true to themselves, and like you said, their nature, because we are um, part divine beings, that we know that there is something guiding us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. With, with Reiki, um, I feel like, you know, a lot of people... I what I hear sometimes from um, people that are introduced to it is, well, well, you know, because you've always been, you know, spiritual, or well, that's your characteristic, that's your personality, or it's easy for you. Um, and I remember when I was learning Reiki, I and we've discussed this, but um, I remember that I would overthink Reiki mm -hmm. and I would overcomplicate Reiki because it was so simple and easy <laughs> and it's so basic that I was like no but there has to be more more <laughs> more about this and how and why and when and you know let's compare and yeah <laughs> but it is really easy and accessible so much that your eight-year-old is attuned to an advanced Reiki Reiki yeah. level two exactly um Children are great at just naturally, I think, being in yeah. tune with that sense, with that light of Christ. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think that is, though? Well, I think it has to do with um, their, you know, partly their purity and innocence, mm -hmm. but yeah. um, also their, they have this trust you know, this trust in what their parents are teaching them and their teachers are teaching them and their, um, you know, church leaders. And they, they're willing to try it out and follow without, um, without Too as much, much resistance and yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so in Reiki, we teach that it, 
Reiki is an energy that is available to everyone, just like the light of Christ is. And it's a universal energy. Um, so it exists everywhere. It's um, not just, like Michelle was saying, like anyone can do it. So it's not just for the few gifted. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I think a lot of people doubt themselves and the power, really, that we are capable of within ourselves, and that prevents us from really accessing it. But when you step into your gifts and you want to use them for good, then it, they get strengthened, and all of a sudden you are more sensitive to what you had all along. Yeah. And um, that, so... That comes with practice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Lots and lots of practice, just like anything else. Mm -hmm. Anything anything new that we're learning. Yeah. So another aspect um, about the how the light of Christ is similar to Reiki is everything, all of the gifts that God has given us is for the purpose of helping us to remain close to him, to draw us closer to Christ, to help others um, come to Christ. And in our Reiki practice, that's what we strive for. So we use this as a practice to be still, to get in touch with um, our higher power, with our divine selves, our higher selves, Mm -hmm. to let go of things that are out of line with what we know is true. Um, and we reconnect. We use it to change ourselves, just like you do when you repent and um, use the, uh, the atonement. Mm -hmm. um, it's, and, and I was thinking about that. It's not a substitute for the atonement. It's not this power outside of Christ that we're accessing for forgiveness of sins. Like we recognize that it's still Christ that accomplishes that change within us. Um, but Reiki helps us to calm our minds and spirits and be in a place where we're capable of receiving that mm -hmm. change. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of a session um, is seeing that person feeling closer to God, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. we believe there is one Christ for all of us and he's the same for anyone in, in all of us. Um, and so whether they believe or they don't, you can see that they have part of that divinity in them. At the end of a session, you know, whether they're feeling supported or loved or have received personal revelation, um, either way, it has helped them feel closer to to Christ. And um, yeah, I wanted to say that the Reiki table is just one location where we can accomplish this. I mean, sometimes we do it when we're in nature. That's how we draw closer to him, right? We do it kneeling 
at our beds at night praying. We do it when we go to the temple. Like you can draw closer to Christ anywhere Mm -hmm. at any time. Mm -hmm. And the Reiki table is just a place that we have set aside and dedicated towards that purpose. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you a question and I'll answer too. Okay. (laughs) So to make it fair, Uh (laughs) Um, have you ever given yourself Reiki during a prayer? Um, okay. I guess I have without thinking about it. I normally have prayed while giving myself Reiki. It's like saying it in a different way, but it would be the same thing, right? Uh Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, um, given yourself Reiki, um, while in the temple? Um, then this is actually a great question because it's making me think, um, I don't know if I've done it intentionally mm-hmm. during the temple, but if our definition of using Reiki is um, accessing energy from the divine, then yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, receiving that light. Rece- I definitely yeah. receiving personal inspiration happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> Connecting with my ancestors, that's done during Reiki sessions. So yes, that's mm-hmm. happened during in the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I want to yeah. hear your answer now. <laughs> um, yes and yes. Okay. Same. <laughs> so I wanted to feel, you know, part of a club. You okay. Know, like I do all the time. Make sure I'm not weird. No. Um, I Yeah, I have. And... Um, Again, I honestly don't differentiate mm-hmm. both. You know, like I know that during the Reiki session, I am energetically opening opening up myself to receiving revelation, to receiving understanding, um, receiving just love, um, support. So, yeah, I just I I really don't think that I differentiate both of them but um i you know i've done like breath work Mm -hmm. while i'm in the temple and and while i'm doing that i can definitely feel the energy shifting in my body you know so it's not necessarily a traditional reiki session but it's still i feel you know that same energy energy oh yeah because we've talked about how like reiki can be done in any amount of time you don't have to do a full session to do reiki Mm -hmm. and as you were saying that it actually reminded me of a time when i was sitting there in the temple and um surrounded by other people and i'm sensitive enough now you know to sense like some energy that's being given off by the other people and (laughs) there's like a lot of anxiety (laughs) you know and just like I wanted them to be able to be present and to be able to get something out of it and to focus and and so I just um started like trying to fill the whole room right with light to like help calm everyone's hearts and to help everyone be able to be present and receptive to the spirit and to learn so mm-hmm. yeah this um brought up a question in my mind that i that i think um listeners might have um i don't i'm i don't want to get deep into it because i don't want to go off tangent uh-huh. but um like you were saying you were just give, you were giving off light um mm-hmm. and, the, and i think the question that people might have is did you get their permission mm-hmm. and why or why not you know, mm-hmm. didn't yeah. you do that? So in this sort of a situation, 
it's true that I I would want to get permission from a person if I was individually um, trying to like read them. I would say is the word mm-hmm. like um, start asking their body questions, like personal information, right? Mm-hmm. And which I did not do. Um, there's nothing wrong with that any time just giving somebody love right just Mm -hmm. giving someone good energy in your thoughts and so that's what I was doing Mm -hmm. and the thing is it's it's felt even if people don't know that's what I'm doing in my mind it it is felt like you can walk into a room and you can feel what energy is in the room and I would much rather it be a place where people feel comfortable and loved than to use my thoughts to do the opposite of that so yeah 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 you know I I've I had an experience once where I had a difficult conversation with somebody and showing an expression of physical love you know like holding their hand or Mm -hmm. patting their back or giving them a hug was just not appropriate Mm -hmm. um but I remember that while they were Um, unloading with me (laughs) and sharing and communicating with me I what I what I did was just in my thoughts I just was sending them positive affirmations you Mm. know like Mm -hmm. and to me that was the way of helping them with their anxiety with their emotions with their thoughts and but because our thoughts are energy as well you know I didn't necessarily mean to need to tune into Reiki and give them a rake, you know, yeah. like, or, or do a whole anything of it. It was just right. my positive thoughts and my good intentions for that person as I saw that they were struggling a little bit. That was, again, me using Reiki. You yeah, know, I way. love these examples, actually, of giving Reiki, um, because I think it may help people to realize that they do it without realizing yeah. it, right? <laughs> like, the idea of Reiki is that everything is made of energy, um, and that we create um, the frequency of that energy around us through our thoughts and feelings and actions. Mm -hmm. And so when we're aware of what we're creating, then we can be more intentional about it. Um, Okay, so moving on with the topic of the light of Christ, another aspect is that in Reiki, there is some symbolism that is used. And um, we know that Christianity is also chock full of symbolism. Oh, and yeah. so we, we kind of wanted to go over how the Reiki symbols are similar to um, our Christian faith as well. Um, so do you want to start by explaining the power symbol? Yeah. Um, so the power symbol in Reiki, um, helps focus Reiki energy, um, like to one specific area. Um, and if you use it to a specific intention, um, as well. And the way that we like that we understand it, you know, um, to, with our, faith is that we we can do all things through Christ's power um, atoning power um, you know when somebody is in have, having a Reiki session 
it's they are allowing you to help them, allowing you to be the instrument to receive that help, but they really are just surrendering themselves and letting Christ take on the burdens, the weight, the doubts, the hurt. Um, and so, so yeah, so that would be for uh, the power, the power symbol that we believe that all things can be possible through Christ and his atoning power. Yeah. So we are just concentrating where we put that energy and with, with Christ, we do that all the time in prayer when we're asking for his help. We're like saying, can you please express your divine power in this area of my life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The next symbol in Reiki, we refer to as the harmony symbol. And this is used um, a couple of different ways. It's most, it's, well, I mostly um, use it as kind of a healing balm, like a bandage on an area of the body that may have been physically hurt, but a lot of times it's like an emotional pain um, to just bring that comfort and console that area of Mm -hmm. you that was hurt. Um, And so this can be compared to Christ's love. Mm -hmm. Um, his, his love is what heals, um, our hearts. It heals relationships. Um, it heals past transgressions and wounds. Um, and so when we ask for that love, it is just like we talked about his power is capable of doing anything like his love is capable of comforting us in time of need yeah i like to see it as you know from his emotional being to our emotional support that Mm -hmm. we need you know um again because the the harmony symbol um i use it mostly also for emotional Mm -hmm. emotional support have you ever had an experience where you know you're you're either angry frustrated mad or about to get there and (laughs) what you receive from the other person is an act of love whether it's the way that they look at you whether it's the word that come out of their mouths their mouth (laughs) Mm -hmm. or um a physical um expression of love that they show you what happens immediately at least for me (laughs) um my heart just melts right and so i also love that Christ's love um, also is one of the strongest participants to break down blockages, to just melt away any building blocks that we have put on because of hurt, you know, um, on our hearts, on our minds, um, on our throats, where we feel we can't express freely what we need to. And his love just truly melts away like chocolate any of these blocks that we you know that we imagery. <laughs> um yeah that's actually well said um i i know what that feeling is like right when you kind of like have your guard up and then all of a sudden someone <laughs> surprises you and yeah yeah it's just like it takes you back and mm-hmm. it's like it's more motivating to change oh, than yeah. any other thing yeah And so oftentimes 
we are so hard on ourselves that when we sit down in a Reiki session and we choose to give ourselves compassion and love instead, it is so much quicker and easier to get rid of something that has been troubling us. Right. Mm -hmm. Because of just choosing to be compassionate towards ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, okay, now I'm finally ready to let go. Mm -hmm. I, I... The image that came to my mind, it's like when there's like a water dam mm -hmm. and there's that wall or there's like a beaver dam, mm -hmm. you know, and when you like crisis love will melt that away, will take that away mm -hmm. so that the release can happen. Yes. The letting go can yes. happen for people. Awesome. I love that. Okay. And then the third symbol we'd like to mention is the what is referred to in Reiki as the distance symbol. Now, what this is used for is to be able to send Reiki to others across time and across space. And so it has no limitations. You can send it to the past, to the future, mm -hmm. um, to those who are not in the same room with you, um, yeah. to even your past or future self. And we liken this to Christ atonement which is universal because it extends across space and time to all who have ever lived and to all who will live in the future. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts about that one? Yeah. Um, you know, if you say a prayer, obviously it's going to be intentional. Well, most of the time, because mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, I say unintentional prayers. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, help me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And that was my prayer. <laughs> um, but most of the time it's intentional. And that is because you believe that it's going to get to where you want it to get to the heavens. Mm -hmm. And if you're praying for something in the future, you believe that that can happen, you know, in the future. Um, no doubts. And if you're praying so that you can forgive someone, you believe that that power can, um, you know, help you to go to the past and to help forgive that person. Um, it's the same with um, a Reiki session, you know, for, for me, when I use the distance symbol, I know, I believe, I just, I just know that it's going to happen. And the what helps me stay believing, you know, because we doubt all the time, like we just have doubt of things, mm -hmm. um, is the, the recipient when they're receiving the Reiki session, like they'll tell me I can feel the energy. Like I just felt so relaxed or I I was sleepy during that time or I could tell when, when you were moving from my head to And you're referring my feet. to doing a distance session on someone. Yeah. Yeah. When they're not in the room with you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when when we pray, a lot of us still doubt whether God's hearing us, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um but I yeah. think my faith in that ability for those prayers to be heard has been strengthened as I've practiced distance Reiki because um, I mean, I actually was so overwhelmed, like my first distance session, because it was so real as if the person was there that I had mm -hmm. to step back for a minute. Cause I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. I can't believe this is actually happening. Like it's, yeah. it was just as easy for me to tune into somebody's energy 
when they weren't present as they are when they're there, yeah. which is incredible. But mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, some of my sessions, especially the beginning sessions that I would do um, distantly, I wouldn't, it would take me a minute. And by a minute, I mean 10 to 15 mm-hmm. minutes to start feeling differences in the energy of the other person. Again, through practice, um, most of the time, like as soon as <laughs> my intention has a period <laughs> after it, I can I can really feel that energy being pulled and I and I know that you know I, I'm connected with them and we can move on and and so can we talk uh, some about some examples of doing distant Reiki sessions? So it's not just for doing like out of state, right, or out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I've been doing sessions to help people before their surgeries. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be another example of when you would want a, a distant Reiki session. If you know you're going to have surgery, I don't know, in a month, in two weeks, or whenever, and actually the intention that we set with um, my last client was specifically for whenever the surgery happened because mm-hmm. there sometimes they change last minute. Yes. And yes, that morning it changed from mm-hmm. 6 a.m. to noon. Yeah. <laughs> So what are other examples of when we would use, maybe in the past, um, a, re- a distant Reiki session? Um, when you are trying to heal childhood oh, trauma. trauma. Yeah. yeah, that's when I most frequently use it in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to send the Reiki energy back to yourself because often we're still holding on to that point in time within ourselves like energetically we're holding on to it and we can't let it go until we resolve and and heal that issue and so um that's when we sit into the past i mean generational healing is technically like oh yeah sending it into the past too right past and present because you know beings live on even after their past but um that would be another example and there was a thought that I had, um, which will come back to me in probably point <laughs> five seconds. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, while we're on the topic of prayer, let's just mention um, another thing about that. Um, yeah. So oftentimes when, at least when I'm going through something I and I feel like I need outside strength. I won't just pray myself for help, but I'll immediately like message everyone in my family and be like, I need your prayers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we do that? Does that make a difference? Is that different than just me praying alone, right? Is yeah. God going to hear us more or less versus how many people are praying? And I think about that and um, in, ter- in terms of Reiki, and yes, God hears you, even if you're the only one, yeah. you know, praying for yes. something. But there is a power in um, combining all of the energy from all those people. Yeah. Um, it's like synergy, right? Mm-hmm. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And, um, so in Reiki, we often ask for 
outside help in a session. We'll ask for angels to come and assist in our session. Sometimes we'll have multiple practitioners um, working on one person. So there's different ways where we do that and we combine efforts and it's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is strength in numbers. And you mentioned the example that came to my mind is when you um, want to receive a one-hour Reiki session from one person. You go to that person, you receive it. But during the Reiki share, you, if you have four people uh, giving you a Reiki session at the same time, that time can be brought down by four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because of the power. Because, I mean, they're all working different parts of you at the same time and so the work is getting done quicker and faster yeah. mm-hmm. I love Reiki shares okay <laughs> um, a final a final thing we wanted to bring up in this these parallel uh, parallels um, we, let's talk about the priesthood now mm-hmm. um, I had I did a session on a, a male one time it was his very first session ever and afterwards he said you know what that kind of felt Mm. like a blessing I mean I know it's not but it was like a priesthood blessing but from a woman yeah (laughs) that's how he said it yeah (laughs) and I just smiled and I was like oh that's that's really sweet because um although we don't do Reiki like under the authority of a priesthood office or calling that's reserved for special um, callings in the church. Um, we we do recognize that the priesthood is the power of God. That's the most simple yeah. definition of it. And yeah. that everyone can have access to that power. Just like we all have access to the light of Christ. We, um, as members of our church and faith, we believe that both men and women have access to priesthood power. And um, and in, in Reiki, we are simply accessing the power of, um, I want to say this <laughs> correctly, mm-hmm. um, we're accessing the power of God but not in a way where we are officiating an ordinance or right. not making the covenants. authority. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Because we know that priesthood blessings can be given to the sick. And I can tell you of many, many experiences and times where in the middle of the night, I'm on my knees praying for my kids to feel better, to get better. You know, because they're sick and I'm praying for that power from God to come and give them. And I have asked angels to give them a priesthood blessing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, Reiki is also similar um, because it's hands on. Mm-hmm. It's hands on when we're doing a a session. Um, and we don't necessarily need to be touching the person. We can hover um, over them. But... Every time that I hear, and I've had three very specific conversations, like where we got into a lot of detail with three priesthood holders, but every time that I hear on how they receive information, what it feels like, 
what the, the response that they receive from the person, it's very, very similar to when we are doing a Reiki session. You know, you don't know what's going to happen ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Priesthood holders, a lot of the times, don't know from what the experiences that I've heard from them. They don't know what they're going to say ahead of time. The information is kind of just downloaded in the moments they also ask you what would you like to receive in your blessing and we ask for intentions before a reiki session um and so they not only add the things that you have asked for whether it's strength health or whatever um but then they also add on the blessings that god has for you and it's the same actually i'm so glad that you mentioned that because Um, I used to, like, before I practiced Reiki, I used to question, like, how, um, priesthood holders are, are able to give blessings because, um, we're taught that those come directly from Heavenly Father. It's not that person giving you the blessing. It's a blessing from Heavenly Father. And I always wondered, like, how do they know what he wants them to say? You know, like, how does it feel? And after um, I practiced Reiki for a while um, and my intuition got stronger and um, I started receiving what you described as downloads, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like not words that I, it's not a script. It's not like something I thought of saying beforehand. It's like it comes to me in the moment. And it feels different than my own thoughts. It, yeah. like, it's like it's a gift that's given to me, and it's like this is what the person needs to know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I would say if I had ever given a priesthood blessing before, I imagine it's similar yeah, to mm-hmm. that feeling. It's really a, a really special, sacred feeling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they recognize, too, that they're just being an instrument. Yeah. For God to act on on his children because he loves them and he loves them all. Yeah. Yeah. What a great conversation, (sighs) Heather. I love it. (laughs) I love the gospel and I love Reiki. So (laughs) um, thanks for listening to us today. And if you have any questions about anything that we discussed, please send us a message. We'd love to help answer. All right. Have a great day, guys. Thanks again for joining us today. We love your company and we hope you do too. Our intent is always to help strengthen your faith as we share our personal journey with Reiki. We would love to hear from you and answer any questions you have. We promise we will do our best to address them with the experience that we have. You can contact us by clicking on the link in the description of the podcast or you can simply leave us a review. Join us next time as we discuss... What is Reiki? Sending you love and light.